At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Hello, hello. Welcome to the Healthy Be Human podcast. My name is Callie. I'm your podcast host. I'm literally so freaking excited that you are here today and I hope you're having the most amazing day ever, no matter where you are, what you're doing. I just hope your day is awesome and full of sunshine. All right. So (laughs) we always start the episode off with a little self-check-in. If you're new to the podcast, the self-check-in is quick. It's just a moment to become grounded and just feeling focused wherever you are so you can get the most out of this episode and really understand where you are in your day, how you're feeling, all the goods. So to start, I want you to just close your eyes. If you're driving your car, obviously, obviously don't close your eyes, but just take a nice deep inhale, filling up your lungs with lots of just goodness in your breath, holding at the top, filling your lungs full of air. On your exhale, open your mouth, just side out, let your shoulders drop out of your ears, releasing any tension from your body, from your mind, let it go. One more deep inhale through your nose, Imagining the breath that is going into your body is full of just golden light, lots of goodness, happy, joyful energy. You're holding this at the top, feeling good, feeling all of the just happiness and joy and gratitude flowing through your veins. On your exhale, open your mouth, sigh it out, let shoulders drop out of ears, releasing any tension, physical or emotional. And then slowly just keeping your eyes closed, I want you to ask yourself, how am I feeling today? As you answer this question, never judge yourself if you're feeling bad, if you're feeling good, just acknowledging it. And I want you to now ask yourself, why am I feeling this way? And maybe you don't have an answer to the question. That's totally fine. Just figuring out if something caused you to feel this way, good or bad. And now I want you to ask yourself, what is one thing I could do to take a step forward in the right direction today to make myself feel better? Maybe it's as small as just giving yourself a high five in the mirror, drinking some water, moving your body. It could be some, it could just be anything. And now I want you to ask yourself, how I drink water in the past 30 minutes. If you haven't, I want you to pause the podcast, go grab yourself a nice glass of water, chug it, feeling hydrated, feeling good, and then return. And now I want you to ask yourself, have I moved my body in the last hour? Movement could be like standing up, shaking out your legs, shaking your arms, rolling out your head. Just getting some blood flowing through your veins. And now I want you to ask yourself, what is my intention for the week? What is something that you are really going to focus on? Maybe it's your intention is to move your body X amount of times this week, or your intention is to feel more light, or your intention is to have more fun. It could be anything. And now I want you to ask yourself, what is something I'm going to do this week to make my intention a reality? Holding yourself accountable right here, right now. And finally, I want you to tell yourself one compliment, something that you love about you. Hype yourself up like you're talking to your best friend. I hope you're feeling really amazing from doing that little self check-in. I always love to just check in with myself, see what my body and my mind needs in the day because every single day is different. We need new things each day. We move in seasons. We move with different energy levels. So it's really important to just make sure that you don't let the whatever's happening around you block what you need to have happen inside of you. 
Okay, so I'm so excited for today's episode and we're going to get more into the main topic. We have a guest on the show. You're going to love her. She's amazing. But I want to do a little intro, just what's going up, catch you up on my life and just some things that have happened. And I always love hearing about your lives too. So make sure you DM me anything that's going on and I'm sweaty and I know it on Instagram. I love hearing about what's happening. Okay, so update. Um, where to start you guys? I feel like I like talked about this over and over again, but I feel like ever since moving to New York City, life is moving so fast and it's kind of alarming, but also it's amazing just because so much is happening. Um, I definitely think though, I I need to continue working on slowing down this weekend. I made, I've been over committing myself to the point where I feel like I'm that friend that sometimes flakes. And I don't want to be that friend because no one likes the person that says they can make it. And then an hour before the event says they can't come. It kind of sucks. And honestly, uh, that was me this past weekend. My friend invited me to her birthday karaoke and I felt so bad because I wanted to really go. I just genuinely was like, I have no energy to even give to myself. I feel like I need to sleep tonight and not go out. So I said no. And honestly, I feel so bad about it. And it just made me realize like, I need to do a better job taking care of my energy during the week so that I have time for my friends and my relationships and it's not just about my business. A little realization I literally just had in this moment of time. But I don't know. I just think like this theme of the weekend is I noticed how flaky people are, including myself. I was getting a group together to go to the beach of my friends and this is literally no hate to my friends at all because I literally did the same thing on Friday when I flaked about karaoke night. I invited so many people and a lot of them had said yes. And then I literally had every single person say no the day of to going to the beach with me. And it kind of sucked. And I was kind of just like, um, okay. So I think that I've identified a common theme among people nowadays. It's like that weird cancellation situation. And there's a reason why studios have cancellation fees I'm starting to really see it like a lot of people including myself will commit to things and won't follow through and this is just something that I've been observing this weekend and I genuinely still love my friends obviously because they couldn't make it for good reason but I just realized like okay obviously as people why are we so inclined and prone to canceling and flaking like why are we so down to say yes And then when the thing happens, we don't show up. And I think this also comes down to how we are with ourselves too, is sometimes we make plans for ourselves. Like we're going to go and work out. We're going to go and cook this incredible meal to feel really good. And then when it comes down to it, we don't do it. So this is a theme I've noticed. And I personally really want to work on myself this week in terms of how I'm showing up for myself and others. I want to make sure that, yes, I am being a good friend, but also I need to make sure that I have energy to give to my friends. So after I record this podcast, I just now decided I'm going to go take a nap. I need to just relax and recover. And this gets me into the next point of, I feel like I've been getting sick ever since I've been moving to New York. I don't know if it's just like the constant energy happening here or what, but I'm constantly feeling run down. So if anyone else lives in New York and has any advice for this, please let me know because it's kind of been weird. I feel like I'm just always extremely tired. So anyway, I'm probably going to go relax after I record the podcast, give myself a little bit of a feel good boost, but 
that has been kind of the gist and the theme of the weekend. Okay, on a brighter note, because I don't want to like make this a whole negative introduction because it's not. It's more of like an observation is I took the ferry in New York City to Rockaway Beach. Oh my gosh. If you live in New York City or you ever visit, you have to do this. The ferry is so slept on. Like people don't realize how freaking fun the New York City ferry is. I felt like I was on a yacht, rooftop ferry, 275, one way. What the heck? And you can see the coolest views ever. But yeah, it was literally so cool. And genuinely it was like an I think it was like a 40 minute ferry ride to the beach and it was just like so beautiful and all you could see was just open water I'm a big boat gal so I was thriving and the actual beach itself was really nice too I have kind of been like shopping around trying to find beaches in New York City I know I know that sounds crazy you're like what beaches in New York City but there's actually a lot so I'm gonna try out hopefully some more in a few weeks and see what they're like but so far, I really did like Rockaway Beach. I thought it was really nice. And I would definitely like, if you're in the city, I would definitely go. It's like a fun little day trip with your friends. But yeah, so that definitely has been kind of the weekend rundown. Taught a little live class per usual at the studio. If you aren't already a member of the Sweaty Studio, definitely join. I'll link in the show notes. It's my online Pilates studio. We do weekend live classes on Zoom. And then we also have an in-person New York City event with free people um, this upcoming weekend on Saturday, it's currently full, but I think we're going to be opening a few more spots. So definitely check that out and get on the wait list just to be safe. And it's a little walk club with water, Pilates by the water, and it's going to be so freaking fun. I cannot wait. But yeah, so that's like a little bit of an update. I hope you are feeling good yourself. Okay, let's pivot. Let's get into the topic. I'm so excited because today I have a guest on the show. Her name is... Kayla Nolan, and you probably already know her from Not Your Typical Podcast. She is a California-based content creator for all things self-love, self-care, and wellness. And I have been connected with Caitlin for ever since I started TikTok, honestly. We used to have a little group chat on, I think it was Snapchat, and it was a bunch of us girls, and we used to just message each other and hype each other up and help each other with any questions that we'd have with content, whatever. And it's, it's honestly been amazing because I met up with a lot of those girls in person, but Caitlin, I've never actually met in person, but we are 1000% going to plan a trip very soon after this episode. So I hope you enjoy. I hope you're feeling good after listening. As always, make sure you leave this podcast a nice review. It helps me so much and it helps us reach more people. And other than that, let's get into the episode. Meet Caitlin. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited. I'm Caitlin Nolan. I do social media full time. I started on social media about two years ago. I grew up in Arizona. I live in California right now. We actually just moved like a month ago and I post a lot about wellness, just my day-to-day life and my struggle and experience with just like fitness, wellness, being in my early twenties and all of that. So my page is really just like about me and my journey with life. And I try and help people as best as I can. And that's pretty much the rundown. Love it. I've been following you for, I feel like multiple years now because I yeah we were in that group chat together back in the day and I feel like we were all just starting out on TikTok so it's so cool to have been following you throughout your journey and I love your podcast too it's amazing so I definitely have some questions about things you've talked about on your podcast so I wanted to just start by getting a little bit into your fitness journey obviously you've had your ups and downs and I'd love to hear more about how you got started with your fitness journey and kind of where you are now with it yeah Our or my journey has been pretty much 
five to six years at this point with fitness. That's when I kind of like got into lifting and started wanting to become like a healthier version of myself. And like you just said, I've definitely had like struggles and gone through a lot with health and wellness. And I think the biggest change was definitely my, my mindset. And that's what I talk a lot about on my platform is just how, when I first started my wellness journey, I think my motivation was coming from like body image and just a negative mindset and ways that I wanted to like change what I looked like or change what the way that I felt. And it was just more of like a negative mindset. Whereas now when I think about wellness, it's just such a positive thing. And it's just a way for me to add to my life and become healthier and feel good. And that's been the biggest change. So yeah, that was about five years ago. I graduated high school. I kind of stopped working out in terms of like my sport that I played. I grew up cheerleading and it was a huge transition, just not having that anymore. And that's when I kind of got into lifting and I definitely was so passionate about it and so excited about it. I kind of burnt myself out in that first year. And that's where it kind of became a more like negative aspect, a negative mindset. And the year after that, since I was so burnt out, I just kind of lost the love that I had for it when I first started getting into wellness. And it was just kind of like a yo-yo that first year I was so motivated the next year I wasn't. And then after that, I was able to kind of slowly integrate wellness back into my life in more of a balanced way. And that's what I've been doing now for the past two or three years. And I've just created it as more of a lifestyle rather than like a diet or something that's just going to last a month or two. I love that so much. And I definitely can relate a lot (laughs) to your journey. I've also had like my mega ups and downs with it. Um, But okay, if So what advice would you give someone who's just starting out? I know a lot of my listeners are either in high school or college or post-grad. So a lot of people are just having really busy schedules and don't even know There's just so much out there. So what is like one piece of advice you would just give someone? Yeah. If someone came to me and they were just starting, I would say, or if my younger self came to me and said, what would you give me as an advice? I would definitely say to do it in a way where you want to show your body love rather than have that negative hatred where it's like, I want to change the way that I look, or I'm not happy with where I'm at. Because even if that is your goal, the way that you look at wellness is important. And I think people don't realize how much your mindset and your stress with wellness really does affect you. And I would just say, try and go at it in that positive mindset. Even if it's hard at the beginning, it was definitely hard for me. I'm not saying I'm like perfect and I never have struggle or body image thoughts or anything like that. It's just that I try to redirect my mind in a positive way. And the more I do that, it's kind of like the fake it till you make it mindset. The more you do it, the more you believe it. And it's just helpful. So I would definitely say, try and do that mindset shift right at the beginning. So, okay. In terms of when you're having those kind of worst body image days or just not feeling as great in your journey, what do you do to get your mindset back on track? Honestly, something that I do is just try and remove myself from whatever the situation is. If I wake up and I'm just dwelling on something and I just don't feel good, I'll go outside and go on a walk or I'll go read a book, watch a YouTube video, just try and redirect my mind into something that makes me feel good. So I feel like everyone has those random things. Maybe it's music or hanging out with your boyfriend, your best friend, whatever it is, going and getting a coffee. My things are like I just said, going on walks, YouTube. Those are things that just make me feel comfortable. So I always kind of run back to the basics and just do things that fill me up because 
I think those days are inevitable. We're human. And that's just like the society we live in. There's a lot of pressure and it's easy to fall into those negative thoughts. So just kind of stopping it as best as you can. And don't be mad if they resurface while you're doing the other things that's normal, but you just want to try your hardest. That's like what wellness is all about is just trying and putting in the effort to feel better. I love that so much. And I definitely agree. Like it's, I think there's a misconception. A lot of people think that they're going to get to a point where all of those thoughts just completely go away and vanish. But honestly, like we're just human beings and there are moments and days where we have triggers come up that maybe we're going to bring those thoughts. Maybe we see a video on social media that makes us feel like we're not enough or we're not doing enough. So I love that advice so much. And also for me, like, it's so funny on those days when I'm not feeling it, I always am resisting what I need. And I'm like, maybe I was on social media and I'm comparing myself to other people. It's so weird. Cause like, I know it's not good for me, but I want to keep scrolling and it's so hard to pry myself away from my phone and go on a walk or like just detach. Yeah. Do you ever feel like that? Yeah. And I think it's so like, it's funny how you said you'll, you're like in shock that you still feel that way when you know that you shouldn't. And I think it's crazy that I do social media and I know the behind the scenes of it and how little of life that you share because it's impossible to share everything. And it's just so curated. Even when I try to open up about things that I'm struggling with or anything that's like real life, it's still going to be like filtered because it's social media. And I'm also choosing what to share and everyone on social media is choosing it. So as a creator, I know that and I'll still go on and see someone happier working out and I'm like, oh my gosh, their life is perfect. When it's like, I literally know that that's not always the case. So it's crazy that even when you do it as a career, you're still going to fall into those negative thoughts. Yeah. It's so crazy. And I feel like, especially being a content creator, I feel like it's gotten even worse and it's harder because I mean, like part of our job is literally finding trending sounds, finding new wellness trends, all that stuff. So it's like, we're scrolling through it. Like we're sifting through all this stuff. And I feel like psychologically it is really challenging for Definitely. sure. But I've kind of, um, something that I recently like heard that I love is it's like, you get to choose who you follow. And I think we don't realize this, but we can look at social media as a really negative thing, but end of the day, like we do get to decide on some aspect what we're consuming. So it's like making sure that you unfollow the people that are making you feel good. Or if maybe if they're your friend or go to your school, you can always mute them and they won't know you don't see their content. I've done that for a few people who I don't want to like completely unfollow, but it's important to really control what you're consuming. I agree. I think it's like one of the most important things because social media can fuel those negative thoughts. And there's so many amazing creators on social media. So you can definitely find the people that you can watch that. Yes, they'll give you motivation and they inspire you. And it makes you have that like spark of, oh, I want to go clean my room or I want to go cook a recipe, but they also don't make you feel negative. So that's definitely something that I try and look for when I'm following someone or just going on to social media for that inspiration. Cause I turn to social media all the time. I watch videos on cooking and home decor, whatever it is. And I always look for the people who do fuel that, but also make me feel positive when I leave their page and platforms. Yeah. Yeah. Same with me. And it's really just changed the entire game by social media. It's lots of like, it's like an energy sucker and more of an energy giver. 
because yeah. I don't know, but I love Pinterest because my Pinterest is so inspiring. And I go on Pinterest and I'm like, I leave feeling so inspired. And I want to have the same thing on every single platform I consume. It's like the best feeling. Yeah. It's amazing. I agree. I also love Pinterest. I literally go on Pinterest way too much. I go on Pinterest anytime I feel sad. It's like all the inspirational quotes. I'm like, I just love it so much. It makes me so happy. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> me too. Okay. So kind of going back to the self-loving in your journey, um, tell me a little bit about in your fitness journey in particular, what are some practices that you do during workouts to make sure that you are having self-loving talk during, because I know sometimes when we're working out, we can start to go like think mean things about our bodies. Yeah. That's something I'm always struggled with because I think a lot of people struggle with it because working out is hard, especially when you're trying to either build muscle or build endurance. And it's a really vulnerable state because you're really pushing yourself and you're trying to become better. So at least for me, I can't talk for everyone, but I naturally will go into that more negative self-talk mindset where say I'm like in a spin class and I'm looking around and everyone's sprinting and I feel like I need to sit down naturally. I'm like, everyone else can do it. Like, why can't you when there's so much to that? Like one, they're on their own journeys Two, you can't compare to anyone because everyone's going to be so different. Every single wellness journey is different and it doesn't matter where someone else is. It doesn't affect you, but something that I try and do again, is just like, if I find myself falling into that, I just redirect. So it's whatever I can get my mind onto I'll do. And a lot of the time it's just whatever I said in my brain, like the opposite. So if I'm the example, I just said, if I'm like, everyone's sitting down or everyone, no one has to sit down, but I have to, I'll just replace it with, it's okay that I have to sit down. Like I need a second and then I'll get back up. So it's really just about replacing those thoughts and not being upset with yourself that you like went there because it's natural and it already happened. So that's something that I try and work on too. I love that so much. It's definitely, if you're competitive in nature, like I'm super competitive. So I'll be in a class, like a Pilates class or something. And maybe I'm doing reformer and it's like a plank series. And I'm literally like, I need to stop. I need to like take a breather, but people are next to me still in it. I'm like, I'm a literally a Pilates instructor. Why can't I do this? And it's like that natural tendency to just look at other people, but every person that has one has an entirely different energy level for the day. Like who knows how well you slept last night or what your body's going through. Maybe on your period and you have no energy. Like I think the best thing to do in any workout is set your intention prior to class, like even stepping foot in the class and make it all about your 45 minutes, 50 minutes. And if you feel like your eyes are getting distracted watching the person next to you, like literally just shut your eyes, take a breath and just recenter. I think it's the biggest game changer. I love that. That's such a good idea. Can you believe I've literally never taken a Pilates class? I know that's like your thing. So I'm like, oh my gosh, crazy. I want well, to. I'm gonna I'm gonna send you my studio membership after this. You could try one. <laughs> yeah, I I've heard that it's such a fun workout and I love doing yeah. like classes too. So I know that there's in person. So I don't know why I haven't tried it, but I'm going to. It's one of my goals this year is to try Pilates. It's really fun. Also, are you right now like are you still into lifting? I know you spin a lot. Yeah. Lift a lot. Yeah. I, my like workout regimen routine right now is I incorporate spin classes because I love classes. I walk outside a lot and then I also lift. So that's like the three things that I'm really enjoying right now. 
Yeah, you might like it because it's kind of, it's like a really low impact workout. So on those days when maybe your body's feeling sore or you're feeling just lower energy, you might really, really vibe with it. Yeah, I'm going to try it out. Do it. Um, so, okay. You clearly do a big variety of different workout types. How did you find the types that worked for you? I would say just trying out different workouts and something I've always said too, when someone is like, I'm lacking motivation or I'm not really loving my workouts. Like I used to, that's really normal. I always go through up and downs. My personality is I get so into one thing and it's like tunnel vision. So that usually is what happens. I'm trying to not do that as much. That's why I'm kind of spreading everything out, but when that does happen, I always say trying a new style of workout is super beneficial because it can re-spark motivation. And that's how I've always found new styles of workouts that I've loved. I've tried yoga. I honestly don't love yoga. I get kind of like antsy and I'm not very flexible. I still try and incorporate it sometimes, but there's just so many different styles of workouts and some I just love more than others. And I'd say that's the best way to find out is just to try it and give things time to kind of like try it more than once because it's always going to be the hardest the first time you do it. Totally. So that's Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Done, yeah. Yeah. And it's also, I mean, I'm kind of the person that when I find something I like, I really don't like to branch out. I'm very like, I know I like this. I don't want to try anything new. Um, but definitely I found too with the motivation thing, if I'm feeling kind of uninspired or like kind of complacent in my journey, it's like just branching out. I did a Zumba class a couple of weeks ago and it was like the most fun thing ever. It was, I was like, wait, why have I not been doing this sooner? Like, this is so fun. Just stuff like that. And it just gets, it just like kind of like reboosts your excitement for exercise and makes it not so much about maybe just the physical results or what, like maybe it becomes more of like, this is actually about my internal state of mind and how I'm feeling. It's about me having fun and feeling good in my body. It's like that good, just reminder for why exercise is so important for us. I agree. I think also when you are doing a workout and you have that feeling of, oh my God, this is like fun. That's how you know that that's the workout for you because fitness is fun. And yes, it can be hard. And there's like, even in spin, I really love spinning. I love lifting. There's times where I'm like, oh my God, like my legs are hurting or it's, it's a workout, but it's still fun. And I always leave with that happy mindset. So that's something to look for when you're trying different workouts. Totally. And also I've noticed for me, my muscles will like crave the workout. It's so strange. There's so, okay. I have like real, I used to figure skate. So I have like really bad knees and feet. So it's hard for me to do hit workouts and lifting because it just like hurts me. It's a lot of impact for my body. And for me, like I kind of look at that kind of pain as, okay, this isn't working for my body. But when I do like gentler stuff like power walks or Pilates or whatever it is, that's not like super intense. My body feels so good. And for me, that's what works. 
And I think it's hard too on social media, just there's so many, such a huge divide of fitness. And I think a lot of people are missing the point that just because one person likes a style of exercise does not mean that it may not, it may not work for you. It may be amazing for you, but there's no right type of exercise. It all comes down to what feels best for you. And I think there's like a weird just divide about it. And I don't really understand why I think people that yeah. move in general, like that's exciting and awesome. People are exercising. So yeah, it's like my rant. <laughs> yeah, no, I agree. And not even just with fitness, but also just with wellness in general or beyond that, everything. Whenever someone is successful because of something, people will assume that that's the only way when it's just so important to remember that that's just their way. It's not your way. It's not the only way. It's just what works for them. And you just have to find what works for you. And it's going to take a long time. Like I said, I've been into wellness for five years, six years. And even before that, I've always had a passion for sports. And I just think it's just, there's never an end point either. It's going to take a really long time to find what works for you with anything, not just fitness and wellness. So you can't get caught up in what it looks like on social media, what other people are doing. And it's way easier said than done, but you really have to focus on that. That's something that I've focused on at least. Exactly. And it's also okay if your preferences change. We all are evolving constantly. I used to be a big Orange Theory gal and then I went to Pure Bar and now I have my own Pilates studio. Like I have changed throughout my cycle of my wellness journey. And it's just, it's like also being really important to not hold yourself in a box with it. Yeah, I agree. So, okay, let's go a little bit more out of fitness. And I want to hear more about your thoughts around just other wellness things. Like what are, what are you into aside from working out? I would say something that really helps me with wellness is reading, which is a newer passion of mine. I've always tried to get into reading, but I just have never been good at it. And then I think I just needed to find like my genre, which is Colleen Hoover, 100%. And it's something that helps me de-stress and also detach because obviously we do social media. So we are, like you said, we have to scroll so much. And I feel like it's a lot more than the average like consumer of social media, just because it is our job. And even just watching our own content that takes so much of my time. And I just have to find things that are off of social media and reading has become one of my favorite wellness habits because stress relief is so important to me and my wellness journey. So I would definitely say reading it's made like a huge impact on my life. Are you more of a fiction or nonfiction reader? I do like both, but I've just gotten into Colleen Hoover so much that it's my favorite. I feel like the reason why I like it is because even when I read like a self-help book, it's hard for me to not feel stressed. But when I read something that's fiction, it like pulls me out of that mindset. So I feel like probably fiction. Okay. I'm the same way. I just got in. I've been reading, I think it's Emily Henry, her beach read. I just love it because it's so lighthearted. And honestly, I realized because I was like reading a lot of self-help books too. And I was like hard. It's hard for me to switch my brain off from creative mode. I feel like no matter what I'm reading, I'm like, oh my gosh, I want to share this with my podcast or I want to share this on TikTok. And it's like at midnight, I feel like (laughs) that's not work-life balance. Yeah, no, it's really not. (laughs) You have to find a balance with those things. And even if you do like self-help, of course, that's great. But, and I do like self-help books. I just think that the point for me, at least like reading is to turn my brain off. So it just wasn't working for me reading self-help. 
I kind of, I've been reading like self-help improvement stuff in the mornings now. And then I read like the very chill stories at night to like calm yeah. my brain down. And it's been such a vibe. I've also been like getting into reading too. So I'm like excited yeah. to. I love that. Talk with someone else about books. Um, okay. <laughs> aside, from, aside from reading, like what else, like in your daily routine, like what are some staples that you have to feel your best? I would say one, keeping my space clean to an extent. I try. I'm naturally a really messy person. Ask my roommates from college. They <laughs> can definitely say, and even Hunter, I live with my boyfriend if you guys are new, but we try and keep our space as clean as possible, or we'll do like 15 minute shifts of cleaning in the morning at night. The hardest thing for us is definitely like our dishes, but having a clean space really helps us feel better mentally. We work from home. We're here so much that that's something that really helps us. Another thing that I love to do is skincare. I really am into skincare because to me, it's another self-love habit. It's just going the extra mile to de-stress and just do something with yourself and walking. I really like to walk cuddling with my puppy makes me happy. Um, and then working out. And then another thing I love to do is cooking. I am not like a chef, but I do love food. And I enjoy cooking because it kind of, again, like turns my mind off, but I don't do like any intricate recipes. I'm definitely like a short, easy recipe person. Um, I also have like a recipe page. So creating like recipes for that is really fun for me. That's kind of all of the habits that I would do on like a weekly basis. I love it. I want to touch into the recipes. So, okay. For me, my issue is one finding recipes that are like, okay, so this is like a whole thing. I literally struggle so much with going to the grocery store and I have a recipe in mind, but the recipe has like all these absurdly weird ingredients that I'm never going to use again. And I feel like as someone who is post-grad, I don't have $50 to spend on every single dinner. <laughs> so what are your tips for someone who maybe wants to use their food or ingredients for multiple meals? Like, do you have any kind of hacks that you use to make quick meals, but are also like simple and very affordable? I think maybe that is the reason why I love simple meals because sometimes it just gets too much and there's too much to add. And something that I found is when I find a recipe that's super simple and I just kind of know it in the back of my head, I don't have to look it up or go run to the grocery store and get a million things. Those are the ones that I always run back to. So I'd say finding like three or so simple recipes that you know, and you really get them down to where you don't have to think about it. I think that's really easy. I think Sammy Clark was the person who said that I might be wrong, but someone said that in a YouTube video. And I was like, that's actually really smart to just have like three staple meals that you can run back to on the nights that you don't want to run to the grocery store. Don't want to do an intricate recipe. And another thing I guess would be like ingredient prepping. I think that that's easy or that's helpful because say if I chop up cucumbers to use throughout the week, then I can kind of focus on different meals that all use cucumbers or mm -hmm. chicken. I can use multiple recipes that week that have chicken. And I think that will help save money and time. So that comes down to kind of planning your recipes before you grocery shop. You want to try and use the same ingredients in different ones, but it's very much easier said than done. <laughs> yeah. I love that. That's a good idea. One of my friends actually told me kind of a similar thing. She's like, I just have my base veggies I use every week. And I literally just make every meal around that. 
I'm gonna have to try it though. I feel like I've just been, I've been honestly procrastinating meal prepping. I feel like every week I'm like, I'm gonna do it this week. And then I end up just not, but like, I really wanna try it because I feel like it'd be so helpful, especially like during yeah. the busy work day. I think a good place to start is when I get all of my groceries through the week, the one thing that I try to do is always like wash my fruits and vegetables, even if I don't have time to chop them or cook meat or whatever washing fruits and vegetables is helpful because I feel like that's just one easy step that when you don't have to do it throughout the week it just makes it so much better yeah yeah love that I'm absolutely gonna try it I'll keep you posted how (laughs) how it goes um okay cool so in terms of just like wellness starting your journey but still having balance do you have any tips for the girls out there who are like I want to be healthy, but I also want to still be young, thriving and living my best social life. (laughs) Yeah. This is my favorite topic because it's so important to have balance. And it's something that I've struggled with because I have that like tunnel vision personality. And I would say just, it sounds very simple, but just live in the moment. And that's how I live my life. I live an intuitive life with even fitness, with food, everything where I just reevaluate every single day. What do I feel like doing? And I try and listen to my body as best as I can. And I'm also okay when things just aren't like to plan. Or I always say this too. It's okay when not everything in your life is contributing to your wellness goals. There might be something like a vacation or a day off or going out with your friends. Maybe that will set you farther back from reaching that one goal that you have, but that's okay because there's no time frame, and you want to also enjoy life. Life is meant to enjoy it and you want to be happy. So there's no rules to life. That's how I see it. There's no rules. And that's something that's helped me to have that mindset of just intuitive living and being okay when things change. So it's really a mindset change. And also too, I mean, as human beings, we go through different seasons. Some seasons we need more of being social, staying out all hours of the night with our friends and making memories. Other seasons we need to go more inward and take care of ourselves. Like I know for me, I go in big waves with it. And in like January, February, I was, I mean, I was like wild and out. And honestly, it was what I needed. But then I got to a point where I was like, okay, I'm literally so tired and I need to take a step back. And I've been in this amazing, just like grandma lifestyle and I've been vibing, but I think it's important to remember that too. Yeah. And I think too, everyone's so different and that's why I always make it clear and I want to make it clear right now. I'm never here to tell anyone what to do and say, oh, like work out intuitively. I'm not here to say that to anyone. It's just what works for me. So you can't also compare on the other end when you watch someone on social media, say it seems like they work out every single day and do all these productive things. You never know. They are also taking breaks and you don't want to just try and copy what they're doing or feel like you have to do what they're doing. Everyone's different. And like you said, if you feel like you kind of lived your life and you needed it and now it's time to like slow down, that's you and that's what helps you. So if you would have stopped yourself from going out and enjoying whatever you were enjoying, just because it didn't look like what your favorite creator was doing. You know what I mean? Like you don't want to copy what other people are doing. Just live your own life and like do what fulfills you in that moment. 
Absolutely. I love that. And like this kind of ties into the next topic I really wanted to ask you about. So I saw on one of your episodes that you no longer drink and I wanted to just talk to you about kind of why you went down that path of being sober. And I'd love to hear your thoughts about how it's been. Mm -hmm. I did just record an episode about this. And I think the biggest takeaway at the beginning, I mentioned how with everything in my life, it's all about balance. So I didn't take away alcohol out of my life in this strict way where it's hard for me to do it. I just don't want it in my life. It's not that I can't have it. I just don't want it. So it was just a, I came to a point where I just realized that it wasn't adding to my life. I didn't like the way I felt the next day. Even sometimes it would go into three days. And I feel like I do all these super productive things for my mental health and my physical health that that was one thing that was kind of tearing it down. And I just wanted to be more disciplined with myself because I knew it wasn't making me happy. And that's what it really came down to. So yeah, I took it out of my life in August. So I don't know how many months that was maybe like eight months ago or so. Right. I don't know, but yeah, that's eight months, right? Wait, last August. Yeah. That would be almost a year because it's July. Yeah, Yeah. 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 Like 10 months or so. But yeah. yeah. Well, anyway, the point is ever since (laughs) August, when I decided to stop drinking alcohol, I haven't had the urge to do it again. So yeah, I just made the choice and I stuck to it and I am happy with the decision. And it's not been hard to make friends or be myself because I, I actually feel more myself when I'm not having that like extra anxiety for me. It was anxiety, but obviously everyone's different. So that's another thing. If alcohol works for your lifestyle, that's totally fine, but it just didn't work for me. Yeah. I'm the same way. I recently stopped drinking, like, I think it was March or April. And I kind of got to a place where I realized it was making my, I'd wake up the next, I was struggling a lot with depression and I'd wake up the next day and I felt just so low in my happiness. And I mean, alcohol, like it does lower your serotonin. I think it's serotonin. Um, so it's like a real thing. And I was kind of getting to a point where I was just like, I don't like who I am when I drink. I feel like I either have really high highs or I have really low lows and it's just so unpredictable. And like hangovers were so bad, even after like one glass of wine for me, it was like crazy. So I also was just like, I feel like I'm totally totally fine with being sober being myself I still go out and I just don't drink and it's still like so much fun and I feel like if anything it's just I don't know I feel like it's more meaningful because I really just remember everything and I don't make stupid decisions or say dumb things that like I regret the next day (laughs) I love it I I feel like a lot of people because ever since I shared that I stopped drinking, I get a lot of questions about it. And I feel like a lot of people are always like, well, how do you go out? How do you have fun? And I love that. You're like, I still go out. Like I still have fun. And it's just something that you don't need. And I feel like society makes it seem like you need it. But if you're like questioning, if you should stop drinking or if you have to drink, like no one is forcing you to do every anything. You just want to do whatever is true to you and you can still have fun. I promise. Totally. And I mean, also, if you have really good friends who really love and care about you, they're not going to exclude you from their social plans Never. just because you don't go out. And I mean, honestly, no. all of my friends have asked me, like, they've been like, wait, so do you drink now or not? And they're never judgmental about it. And you don't have to owe anyone an explanation either. It's like your body, it's 
whatever you're wanting to do with it. And I think it's just end of the day, like comes down to what is really going to make you happiest and have the most fun life. And like, if you feel like you rely on alcohol, like I think it's really important to kind of reevaluate and maybe figure out why you feel like you have to drink. Um, I mean, I used to feel like I had to drink to have fun and like, I broke that myth for myself. (laughs) So yeah. I love that. And it's not an easy thing to do. Anything that you kind of like choose to change the direction of your life is so hard. So I'm proud of you. I'm proud of me and anyone who's listening. If you've made a change that you felt like was abnormal, because it kind of is anytime I've been like at a party or anything and someone's like, wait, you don't drink. And then it's just like this whole thing. And I'm like, I don't really have an explanation. I don't like to be hungover or they just I don't know. Sometimes it's just like so crazy to people when it doesn't matter just stick to whatever you are doing for you and don't let outside noise come in the way of it yeah absolutely and also I've noticed a million times that when people maybe give you a hard time or really question it I remember one time I was this this is actually I hadn't stopped drinking yet but I was at a bar with my friends and I was the DD and I had my car keys in my hands and this guy came up to me and was like have a drink. Come on. And I was like, no, I'm driving. And he was like, why? Like, why can't you have one drink? And it was like trying to pressure me to drink and drive. And I literally was like, at that point, those people are so just insecure that they're drinking so much and you just can't let it affect your own decisions. Like I've had millions of instances with boys in high school too, that would pressure me to drink. And like, it's just their own insecurities shouting. Yeah. That's with everything. I feel like anytime someone is trying to pressure you or being mean to you, whatever, making you feel less, it's truly a reflection of them, how they feel. And you can't let it come into your world and ruin whatever you're doing to work on yourself. That's such a good point. 1000%. And I guess that leads into like the final topic is I want to chat about confidence. So how do you just block out any outside noise and live your most confident life? I would say for some reason, something that I struggle with isn't even really what other people are like saying or thinking. It's really like an internal thing for me that I struggle with, with confidence. I feel like I'm my hardest critic. It's crazy because I always am talking about self-love, but that's why I talk about it. Cause I struggle with it a lot and I'm just so hard on myself. So for, in terms of the outside noise, you literally just have to be like, who cares? Like if I start a YouTube channel and someone says it's cringy, it's not, it's literally cringy that they're talking bad about something I'm passionate about. So that's not really been a struggle for me, but the self doubt and the self critiquing, I would say just replace it with self-love. And for me, I really love affirmations. I love journaling. I'll look in my, in the mirror and give myself a compliment. Compliments are a huge thing for me. And Also with journaling too, you can even write down affirmations and mix the two and write down all the things that you love about yourself. Or even if you're struggling with say friendships and you feel like when you go out or you're in a social setting, you're always constantly thinking, oh, why did I say that? Do people like me? Literally sit down and write all the reasons why people like you. You're fun to be around. And even if you don't believe it, the more you say it, the more you write it, you'll start to believe it. And that's something that's really helped me. I love that so much. And I definitely, definitely agree. And I feel like another fun thing to do too is get to know yourself, take yourself on a date, be your own best friend. And it's like, if you enjoy your own company, 
then you really will understand that other people will enjoy your own company too. So I love that. It just all comes down to your relationship with yourself and just not relying on any external validations from other people, just being so secure in who you are and knowing that you're a cool person and because you love who you are. So I think that's something that helped me a lot when I was struggling with like insecurity was just, yeah. Buying myself flowers, making myself dinner. And just I love that. At the end of the day, it literally only matters what you think of yourself and how much you love you. It doesn't matter what other people think of you or how much they love you. It truly doesn't. So you just have to keep that mindset of it's most important what I think of me. 1000%. And like when people are judgmental, half the time when I've caught myself being judgmental, it's when I'm in a really just not having a great relationship with my own self. So it's really just understanding that end of the day, a lot of humans are just selfish. We only care about ourselves and we care about other people, but ourselves tend to be our priority and really take most of our thoughts from our, our minds. So people aren't really thinking as much about you as you think they are. And it's just, you gotta just live your life. You gotta do what feels good for you. And you just gotta, if you wanna wear the outfit, you just gotta like wear it. And you gotta just yes. wear it with confidence because you are literally a beautiful being and no one else is you. And it's just like important to embrace life. Yeah, I love that. You just have to own it. Yes, a thousand percent. Amazing. Well, do you have like any more final thoughts you want to share on the podcast? Um, if you are starting your wellness journey, I would say just have fun with it. Find the things that you can add into your life. Focus on the things that make you happy, fill you up and just know that it should be fun and it should be fulfilling and there's no rules to it. You can just do whatever works for you and just stay true to you. That's kind of the theme of this whole episode. <laughs> I love that so much. Oh my goodness. Well, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. You're amazing and you're so inspiring. And I really just appreciate you taking the time. And I know my listens, listeners are going to be obsessed with this episode. So before you go, plug yourself. Where can my listeners find you? First, thank you so much for having me. And I agree with everything that you said, but about you, you're so inspiring. And yeah. I loved this episode. It was so fun. If you want to find me, you can find me on Instagram and TikTok at Caitlin Nolan, three ends in the middle, two at the end. And then my YouTube channel is just Caitlin Nolan. And then I also have a podcast, which is not your typical with Caitlin Nolan. I love your podcast. It's awesome. Oh, thank you. It's very <laughs> similar to this conversation. So if you yes. like this, definitely go there. <laughs> go check her out. Yes. Well, have the best day, Caitlin. And I'm sure I'll have to have you back on the podcast soon. Thank you so much for listening to Healthy But Humans Day. I hope you have the best day ever. And if you have the time, please leave us a kind review. It helps the podcast so much and it helps us reach more people and help change more women's lives around the world. I'll see you next week on a Wednesday. Other than that, have the best week ever and stay sweaty. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co.